live. We're live on the air. All right. What's up, Boston? This is Ori and Danny broadcasting on 69.420 FM, baby. My, my, man, my man's bringing in my podcast for me. <laughs> Amazing. Take it away, brother. Keep going. All right. Well, we're, uh, we're sitting here in the living room studio. We've got a brilliant dude. I love these higher air conditioners, by the way. If anybody's listening right now. You know the the the, the high, I don't know how the fuck this company name is pronounced. H A I E R. Every single person in Boston has had this air conditioner, and it has been working for the last twenty eight years. You just need to clean the filter once every like sixty blood moons, and this thing will just keep cooling your apartment every summer. Sixty blood, yeah, dude, and that that has been in that window since. Brandon move. This is not you know. I can tell the duct tape the is duct melted tape. into the window frame. <laughs> when when Emmett moved out, because the three beds used to be all three. This of used us. to be Emmett's room. This was Brandon's room. Oh, okay. Emmett was the other one uh, at the end of the, the one next here, and then we had the living room at the end end of the apartment. Okay. Okay. So when Emmett moved out, Brandon and I said, "Fuck it, we'll just take the extra rent on instead of trying to find somebody else to live with. Who cares?" And when we were going over the rooms or whatever, we got to the air conditioner and we both looked at it and we were like, ah, oh, neither of us want to take that duct tape off. Yeah, and Brandon yeah, was like, yeah, yeah. you want to just trade? You have another air conditioner that I could borrow? I was like, I do actually. Nice. Not, I, dude, I have one of, the, I have one of these in my hair. basement. It was yeah, a hair. Yeah, yeah. Of course. They're just around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, uh, um, and Emma Delaney, uh, a Boston comedian, of course. Has he been on the show? He's, nah, dude, I'm trying to, I keep trying to get him back. To, I keep my the ten. Yeah, he hasn't been doing stand up. He hasn't been doing. He's he's living his life. He's got a he's got his great girlfriend. Of course, now, of course, and, you know. man. I I love it when I got when, when somebody. Oh, excuse me. When somebody gracefully gets out. Um um. I do. I was kind of hoping this was this was his old room. Though. I kind I kind of wanted to be like, dude. Did Emmett Delaney fuck in this room? Like, is there still? No. Uh, he did pee on the floor though. Really? Yeah. One night. Uh, what? Where at? Where at? I need to know where to lick. <laughs> I think it was just like straight up the middle of the floor because okay. it was after a long night and Brand it's when Brandon was living in this room. So Emma just walked in, started peeing, and Brandon woke up and was like, uh, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and apparently he reacted with, oh, sorry, 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 and just left. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. If you're going to pee on somebody's floor, you got to you gotta commit. You got to you gotta be like, you got to be like... You know, I'm marking my territory. Don't pitch you know? it off to go finish in the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Empty Once, the clip. You gotta finish what you start. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is Ori Shatil. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks, my Danny. So, uh, so thank you for having me, man. This course, is so much man. fun. I've, I've, we haven't hung out in a minute. So this is good. Um, also, I would like you to do this because I've heard, there's so many so many people say your name so many different ways. Yeah. Do it properly. Okay. Make your people proud right now. So my name is Uri Shatil. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> but I will say this. I will say on the topic. So so my name is Uri Shatil, right? There was about 10 years ago, I would like people would see my name in writing. It's U-R-I. They would call me Yuri, Uri, Ori. I think you probably still call me Yuri, which is. I don't. I'm, I now I do. I do. Uri. That's, that's fine too. That's fine too. And now, because the ooh, the ooh is what I've it's wanted really to ask hard. you about. The ooh, ooh is a really hard time. But the point is, ten years ago, people would just call me like most people I grew up with. They still call me Yuri, and it was fine. I turn around, people say Yuri. It's very proud. Nowadays, people are so afraid to mispronounce Uri 
that they end up just not being my friend. <laughs> they, <end> up, <laughs> they, they just because they can't be like 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 hey buddy, what are you doing? They can't address me because they're so afraid to get it wrong. They'd rather just not talk to you. They find, it's much easier for them to just not address me. So I liked I liked it better when people were just call would just call me Uri and like it's fine. You, you had know? more friends then, yeah. Yeah, man, people could just get my attention. Yeah. You know, oh, although fuck, man, that's, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, fuck, I don't care. Fuck <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just don't come to the party. Worth, yeah, exactly. Not worth trouble. Exactly. Or that's what I. Or I see even there though. So, 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 so you know how Uri. Spanish is a e i o u. Yeah. So you got read the vowels as if it was Spanish. Uri. Okay. Ooh, so U R I University yes. of Rhode Island Chatil. Yes. <laughs> that you can call me that too. That was a nickname for a little bit. Is it really for like the worst? I don't want to. I don't such know. A if, long nickname. Why was that good? it? It might be the worst for. Months now, it's a little, little, little exaggerated to say it's the worst four months of my life because you know I've dealt with uh, you know, people dying and yeah. shit. So like, but yeah, I had you, a, yeah, did you have to fly to Israel like three times yeah. a year or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty, that was pretty sad. But but there was a very dark period of my life where I I my freshman year of college I went to UMass Amherst. And uh, I can't believe I'm getting into this, by the way, because like this is something that like, this is what happens every time. <laughs> this is the food just brings it for whatever is stories where people are just like, I haven't thought about this in years. Oh no, I have, I have thought about it because oh, I, I, specifically because I like told my therapist about it oh, no. <laughs> about this period of time in my life. I'm like, yeah, this is like part of the shit that I have to unpack, and I haven't fully finished but whatever so we, so we can get after for it if you a few want. months i was living in a in 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 umass amherst for some fucking reason not knowing myself i lived in the party area i was Ooh, not a party I kid that too i was uh, yeah you were in southwest thing. no 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 not, uh, we'll get it you go first okay no. so and i i lived in, in in i also again not knowing myself I checked off a box saying I would be okay living in in a quad, like a big room that has a yeah, lot of space. Yeah, yeah. So I lived in a quad. The room number was 420. <laughs> I was doomed. Before I arrived, <laughs> the night before I arrived there, the room got written up three times. Oh, my God. Yes. There was this one guy down the hall who was not a good dude and took advantage of me and everything. And anyways, I just got in a shit ton of trouble. I did very, very bad things. Um... But the reason that this is relevant is uh, um, a few people there, they did call me URI. They did. <laughs> they called me URI and um, long form University of Rhode Island. Um, specifically one really, really hot girl. So I like let her get away with anything. But, yeah. yeah. It's Ooh, she was never going to fuck it's me. It's funny but. when she does it. Everyone else shut the fuck up. All right. I love you. <laughs> And he, you call me whatever you want. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, everyone else. Oh, my God. I was such a bitch. Ugh. Dude, I did the same thing. Junior year where there were these upperclassmen townhouses where only the seniors could live. And some senior friends, though, were like, hey, we need another body. This was at UMass, this, right? No, at St. Mike's. St. Mike's. That's okay. where I went. Yeah, okay. at St. Mike's. Um, So they were like, we need another body. Like, please live with us it would be a fun b we really need another body yeah <laughs> so like yeah perfect i'll do it and it was in the this row of townhouses called the threes which is where all the parties were and then not only that it was the armpit of the threes is how it was referred to just like right on this corner i see where everyone congregated i see i was 
on a first floor bedroom, dude, there were times I would wake up to people pissing on my bedroom wall. Like I would just peek out the window and there's a dude pissing. I'd be like, go away. I'm sleeping. Get oh out of here, god. you trash person! Oh my god! And then I'm the I would be the, it's like how's the three? <laughs> yeah, you're the asshole in this yeah, scenario yeah, somehow. Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh my god! I ended up moving. I was like, I can't. How long do did you this. live there? One semester. Roommate was dealing coke too. I was like, I could get the fuck out of here. Yeah. This is not. This is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> what was there? Some fun nights though. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I liked the dudes I was so like uh, the fun nights that I remember though were like. Just hanging as a house. Just like playing I, video games yeah, and dude, watching Archer. I don't like, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't party it. Like when I started doing stand up, there were so many weekends I was off campus just doing stand up instead of like instead the, of being out drinking and boozing yeah, and partying. Like, that yeah, was yeah. what my college experience turned out to be instead of like, well, I got I mean, of course there were nights where I did get drunk and stuff, but you know, let me, I, let me ask this. Let me ask this too. Did you know that about yourself that you're not really a partier, or was there still part of you that that like envied that and wanted that? Both, yeah. I mean, I knew it, but I still like definitely tried to yeah. be that partier. Why and do we fucking do that, dude? Because it's it's the way to fit in, and and it definitely there's there's parts where it is fun. I mean, there are definitely a couple yeah, of times. getting blackout drunk is like there a definitely wild a couple time. Times. Yeah, getting at, blitzed is know. great. Yeah, sure. You know, so I mean, in that sense, I can understand. I mean, you know, like I said, it's just fitting in. You kind of see everyone around you, and then you think, "Am I the weirdo for not wanting to drink and get blacked out or whatever?" And yeah, we are in college. That's the point. Why am I out at, you know, I'm out at bars doing jokes and shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not even drinking there, really. That's that's <laughs> a man. God. We fuck, we fuck with ourselves so much, dude. That's how, I was we waiting really for you. We was, really do. It dude. looked like you were having a moment where I was like, "Whoa, he's how's he gonna break <laughs> through this one?" Well, it took a lot of dude. I didn't like really get comfortable with myself till like two years ago, till I was yeah. twenty eight. And, you know, and I finally started seeing a therapist, told her about all that shit that happened back at UMass. And, uh, <laughs> and it was like, oh, boy, oh, but boy, and all the other all the other stuff. too. I, I am very excited because I want to talk about that stuff with you. But also, what are we eating? Yes. Here? OK. What are we having? Because I want to try this. So we're quick. having a dish called called matzo brai. So this is uh, is is um, sort of this is a little different than I think most American um most Americans make matzo brai. I've talked to some other. Oh, you're right. You do need the knife. Uh, I've talked to some other Americans ab- about it, and they they do it differently. But my my dad makes it like this, and what it is is this. Okay, every year at Passover, right Pesach, you get a bunch of matzah because you're hosting this big dinner where you have to eat matzah, and matzah sucks. That's why you eat it. Is it reminds you of your bondage in Egypt. It's like supposed to be shitty, but then after the setter. You have all this extra matzah lying around. So this is a matzah and egg dish that you make for like the weeks following uh, um, following Pesach so that you can, you know, not waste the food, enjoy it, you know. And um, so that's why when you asked me about a meal for my childhood and it, of course, being mid-April, just a couple weeks after Pesach, this is this is what I went with. This is, uh, uh, um, I think, um, you know, so you Scrambled eggs with matzah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's basically like eggs and toast, but instead of toast, it's matzah and it's all cooked in together. You put jam on it. That's the jam is really not, it does it's definitely eggs and toast all together. Yeah, eggs, toast, and jam is the yeah. flavor. Yeah. 
So Passover, honestly, if this was a, you know, if this was cash cab, yeah, and they, they just they just just asked me to define Passover. I would have to use one of my street shout-outs. Okay, okay. Because I know... Who would you look for in the street shout-out? What kind of features would you oh, look no. for? Oh, the no. individual. <laughs> <laughs> you! You with the curly hair! <laughs> that moment would be so... That that might be a sketch somewhere in there. That's a hilarious mm. idea. Mm -hmm. Like Just like just a cash cab with a... But there's like a trivia question about Juneteenth, and the guy's like <laughs> looking around, and, did, and and you know, yeah, he knows exactly. who he wants to pick, <laughs> but he knows like, oh, that he can't. I can't ask you. <laughs> so yeah, I know. Which of course, if you're cool, you can still pick. If you're cool about it, if you're like, hey, exactly. bro, I got a Juneteenth question. Can you help me out. You know, I'm on Cash Cab. Please just help. Me. I will split the money with you. <laughs> so, I know Hanukkah Festival of Lights. That was there was oil for one night and it burned for eight mm, that is the, uh, a legend associated with the lighting of candles okay but what Hanukkah actually celebrates okay is the triumph of the Maccabi warriors over the okay. occupying Greeks okay or I guess they weren't really Greek they were from like Lebanon but they were Hellenic uh, uh, um, Antiochus was the guy's name and so that's that's Hanukkah. And Hanukkah is very big in America okay. because it's close to Christmas. Right, yeah. But it's not really that big oh. in, in places where that don't have a strong... Like in, in Israel, Hanukkah is not like one of the main holidays. Really? Yeah, you don't really do a lot of gift giving. Like kids will sometimes will like get some things, but it's not like in America where like Christmas gift giving is yeah. this huge uh, uh, um, commercial ritual. Yeah. Hanukkah gift giving is a uniquely American thing. It's not like a Jewish interesting uh, tradition where I, where where I'm from, and um, so so that okay, so that's the celebration of the. What are you looking at? Huh? I don't know. I just noticed that your laptop is on a Dungeons and Dragons book. Oh that, yeah. That, <laughs> I was like, is that the DM's guide, dude? It I know. is. Yes. I know Danny had a DM's guide dude, liner. I love Dungeons cool. and Dragons. That's a three point five DM's guide, dude. That's, that's the one. That's that, that's from back in the day, huh? That and five are, I think, the the easiest. Playable, yeah, 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 like yeah. The, the easiest to grasp. It just it, that really. I mean, dude, this we're going way back to my childhood. Now we're <laughs> reading Matsubrai with a three point five DMs guide. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! All I need now is is there. I mean, I see some some Nintendo stuff pretty there's soon. Plenty of fucking, Nintendo. Stuff. There's a yeah, GameCube. Yeah, yeah. If there's and a GameCube controller and we start playing Metroid Prime, I'm gonna fully revert to being fifteen. <laughs> I'm gonna become a virgin again. <laughs> A born again version just from stepping into the apartment. Would be sick. I should do that, dude. That would be a hilarious thing to say at your wedding to be like, all right, we are both now virgins again. <laughs> and just just declare it. Oh. Until the honeymoon. All right. So that's wait. actually very cute. Um so Pesach, Passover. Is that the big one? It's one of the big ones. Okay. It's one of the like five big ones. The five big ones are out well. You got five. You get five big ones. Yeah, they mostly are sad. Oh. They're mostly not. The biggest one is Yom Kippur. That's in the fall. Right. That's a sad one where you 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 fast for twenty four hours and you reflect on your sins. Okay. And there's two other holidays right around that. There's Rosh Hashanah. That's Jewish New Year. Okay. And there's Sukkot. That's my. That's one of my favorite ones. That's when we build those tent things. You ever seen people build the wooden tents in their front yard? No. All right. Well, on Sukkot you you build something called a sukkah. Which is like this this wooden tent thing, 
Um, which to me, like, like growing up, that's how I learned about power tools. I'm going to take this opportunity to tell the listener, by the way. Oh, interesting. I, I am not uh, religious. I don't uh, ever go to temple. These are all things that we did at the house. My parents aren't religious. We don't uh, Man, really. We don't keep kosher at all or anything like that. But we do these like you know annual kind of celebration things because you know we're a bunch of fucking hebes and, and we kind of proud heritage though. Just because you know you don't have to. There's a lot. That it's part of our heritage. Yeah, right, yeah, 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 exactly. It's getting yeah. in touch with. Yeah, you know, absolutely. And your like past. and and the thing with with Sukkot, like my dad told me when he was growing up on the kibbutz, it was it was like um, something that he really enjoyed because it was something he could actually do with his hands. As part of the celebration. For me growing up, it's literally how I learned to work power tools. Yeah. Because, like, you you were, like, eight, nine years old, and my dad would be, like, showing me how to, like, drill stuff in, and then my brothers would be drilling stuff in, and uh, and and you learn to work with your hands a little bit. But Passover, which is the one that just happened, right. that is the one where you celebrate uh, um, our uh, coming forth from Egypt. So you get around the table, and you read the story of how we came forth from bondage in Egypt uh, um, and crossed the Red Sea. That's the whole story. And the whole thing with right. the matzah, I, and now I'm a little above my pay grade, but I think the idea <laughs> is the, uh, the, the uh, uh, Jews, as they left Egypt, they did not have time for their bread to rise. Mm. So they just took their bread as is, and that's why we eat these shitty cracker-looking things because the idea is it's unleavened bread. So it's literally the idea is you're like, for a week. I mean, my family doesn't do this for a week because we're not religious, but religious families, they have to get rid of all the bread in the house. And for a whole week, they only eat matzah and not, and not bread. And there's other restrictions on what they can't eat. Like they can't eat. Uh, I mean, I, I now I really don't know. But like, <laughs> but like, yeah, you can't you wouldn't be able to eat like crackers and chips from the store. Wow, you could yeah. only eat unleavened food like, you know, matzah and, and you know, whatever home cooked. So- Passover, if we're getting that, is that one of that can't be one of the sad ones, right? We're um, getting away from. No, I would call it. A, it's a bit of a celebration. I mean, it's the thing is the, the thing where for a week you don't eat bread. I mean, that's that sad. that's like a restriction. <laughs> Jews, that's a, a bummer. A, yeah, that's bread. a bummer. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but the actual feast is. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't call it call it sad, but you are like remembering a shitty thing. Yeah. And, so it, um, it's just. But it, it's not the reflecting on your yeah, sins. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's reflective. It's we've less, come so far. It's less of like a party. Like there's a there's a winter holiday called Purim. That that is the one that I think would be considered like the that that's that number five one. That I don't know really, and I've never really celebrated it, so I yeah. don't know. All I really know is there's some sort of like a pageant with all these different characters. So people go out in costumes. And I do know that, like, in Tel Aviv, like, they will have, like, club nights. Yeah. The, like, they'll have, like, Purim, like, parties that weekend and stuff. So that one is definitely a festival. Um, two of the ones in the fall are festivals. But then there, there's so many, there's so many holidays. Like, there's there's one in August where you fast for 24 hours called Tisha B'Av. Wow. Which, yeah, I've never heard about it until I was just, like, visiting my aunt who lives in Jerusalem She's my only family member who lives in Jerusalem. She's not even religious, um, but she just happens to work there. Whatever. Um, I was just it's visiting, where the jobs were. I was just I was just visiting her in August, and they're like, there's there's all this stuff going on. It's like yeah, it's Tisha B'Av. It's this whole like there's literally like every couple weeks is another little holiday that you would only know if you're like really religious. Um, I I'm now 
intrigued to think I'm on this thread of in in my brain where it seems that there's obviously some similarities between Ju- Judaism and Christ- and Christianity. Of both, co- both very sexy people. Of <laughs> both the sexiest, yeah. So where the different, like the whole inner guilt that's the big crossover that is in my brain right now but where it separates is it seems like jews are proud to be jews and like express it and make you know versus the catholics and christianity are just like the inner guilt i'm going to be quiet about this and worship privately and be that's be an silent about it that's an interesting take that's an interesting take because I never felt, you know, as like a little Jewish boy, you know, during Christmas time, I never felt that uh, very true that the Christians were like not having a good time. You know well, I mean? that's that's I mean, Christmas is the bang. I think that's where that's the banger. Yeah, that's yeah. the banger, and it's a secular, you know, commercial yeah. holiday. It, well, I think that's true. Where a lot of the quote unquote happiness from Christmas comes from is the commercialism of it. Yeah, yeah. because. That's all it has boiled down to now is Christmas morning presents for the most, you know, for the most. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get to see everybody and, as, you know, as, just, it's just a day everybody's supposed to be cool to each other. Exactly. Right? Which now as an adult, you grasp that. Yeah. I think as a kid, that's that fastball down the middle of like Santa gifts, whatever. But <laughs> yeah, like also, yeah, you know, yeah. that in, in the. Pancakes? Pancakes? <laughs> Not on. Not on Christmas? Christmas? No, we did like bacon and stuff. There's oh, a, that's good. There's I told that's the story. Good. I burned some bacon on a Christmas morning. That was that oh, was yeah. a rough one. <laughs> oh yeah, but oh fuck. Um, we could use some bacon on our holidays, but uh, you're not allowed, right? <laughs> well, I mean, I can, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't put bacon out at the Passover feast. That would be a little. That would be a little egregious. But um, you know, I'll eat bacon. Right, because you're not the practicing next, the, the next day. Yeah. Um. The just the but the guilt thing you're talking the about. guilt thing I'm I was just trying to button it I guess because you're totally right that at Christmas time everyone's in your face Christmas is fucking everywhere the second that I mean even Halloween is done yeah. Christmas is in your face yeah, that's yeah. the commercialism of it though yeah yeah but you know I I the but the actual biblical we're religious form, Christianity yeah, like it's, his, it's Jesus's birthday. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, that that does that hardly gets celebrated. You know, my mom, if I would ask for something that she thought, you know, wasn't in the spirit of Christmas or just like didn't want to get me, she'd be like, "Yeah, let's not get an airsoft gun on the birth of the baby Jesus." <laughs> I don't think that that's a great idea. You don't think the baby Jesus would be rocking a little airsoft right. Akimbo airsoft pistols? <laughs> baby Jesus in the manger, dude. Yo, seventy salmon out the manger, dude. That's sick. Are you kidding me? So that always would try to get it back into perspective of like, oh, that's right. This is te- you know technically not the commercial home run, yeah, that it has become. I mean, I'll, when it comes to the issue of pride, it's a little. I'm a little like fucked up about it because it's like I there is this right now in my home country real bad strain of nationalism going on so i'm very hesitant to be like yeah i'm proud to be a jew because there's other people who are like who are saying that and doing horrible things sure and uh, um i'm proud to be a jew let's go bomb some stuff (laughs) yeah we're proud to be a jew for like five generations of you know military police in in with people who don't have rights it's not it's not good right but um 
Uh, um, <clears throat> where where was I going with this? But yeah, but but I definitely think. I mean, I think the guilt thing is that's a class like that's a classic hack open micer bit. Is like, hey, I'm half Jewish, half Catholic. Twice the guilt, right? Yeah, maybe like, yeah, how many times true. have we heard that? You know, that's a good point. Um, it, that's definitely one thing that that um, Catholics, I think, I've always heard about Catholic guilt. I've never experienced it. I guess it's, but I've 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 definitely, from what you're saying, kind of similar. Yeah, I've, I've definitely like met you know Irish dudes who like can't talk about their feelings. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that those that Venn diagram of Irish dude who can't <laughs> talk about their feelings and Catholic guilt. It's probably just a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's big that, time. That's overlap. what that's what is, is being is being discussed. And I don't know about like um, you know, Italian Catholics. Because we, we you're, you're what's your background? Like Irish, Irish Scottish, Irish Scottish. Uh, you know, you, you the, look the, so, the, the you look so annoyed. <laughs> Irish Scottish Isles. Yeah, just, just the 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 mutt. Exactly of what you're talking about, though. Just deep down. Yeah, but British yeah. Isles sounds fun, dude. I hear you can just go through <laughs> Ireland and like. Uh, everybody who has a getting lost in Ireland story, it sounds like a great story. I I went there. Oh yeah. See that's, see that's the thing though. We were talking about this a little bit though. Like you know, getting in touch with your heritage, quote unquote. Like, is it more? It it means something to go back to Israel. Yes, regardless of how religious you are. I mean, for well, for me, it's like a little. It's going. It's 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 all tied up in like that's my family and where I was born. Right. I can't tell you like for an American Jew when they go back, and usually they go back as as part of a tour group that's trying to like advertise the country sure. to them. So that's a whole different experience. But you do have like a, roots. You you born there. Yeah, my whole family's there. there. Exactly. It feels very weird for me over there. Interesting. We're gonna get there. Okay. I would rather talk because, again, for me in Ireland, like I was there and I was like, "This is." Did you feel like a stranger no, yeah, in your own home? I wasn't even feel like my home. That's what I'm sure, saying. Sure, sure. There's, there's nobody over there. That's my family. Like, yeah, okay. You know, my thing is like I'm like illiterate, and my grasp of the language is like it's ah, it's like it's just so shy of of, okay. of native, and like and my understanding of the culture is like. I'm not 100%. So I always feel a little out of place there, which is a bummer because that's where my family is. But I also don't want to live there because I don't want to, you know, uh, um, um, I, I wouldn't want my kids to have to uh, be part of the oppressive force. Right. Uh, which is the same reason my parents never moved back with us. Um, but... So, but like, I, I don't feel anything like spiritual from sure. there, but, but, but I mean, for example, man, I went to, uh, I went to Budapest, right. Which is where my great grandfather, well, actually where my grandfather with his two parents was before the war. And I actually went to the very building where my great granddad owned a store. And no yeah, it's a cafe yeah, I just now. Got a little chill from that. It was, sounds really cool. It was pretty sick. And I and, and I talked to the guy who owns the cafe now, and he didn't speak English, but I had a notebook with me, and I like drew with stick figures, explained to him that like this store belonged to my great granddad, and then uh, he still charged me for the <laughs> eggs. He still he still charged me for a little uh, egg sandwich there. It was it was pretty tasty, I guess. But and he, uh, we're sure he understood from your stick figures of what you were trying to relay. Um, I think so. I think so. Cause he got excited once he figured it out. Like, 
because I drew like one stick figure and I pointed that and I was like, and I pointed myself. I'm like that me. Okay. And then I drew like my two parents, like, you know, my mom had the long hair and the skirt and shit. And then I drew like my dad's two parents and then his dad's two parents. And then I circled that guy <laughs> and I pointed at the store and I was like, this store was his you know, and then I think I might have written a year, you know, I bet, <laughs> like I, 1938. I like, bet, I, Uri, I, I love this story and I love that you did it, but he definitely charged you because he had no idea what <laughs> no the idea. fuck you You're were so talking right. about. He's so right. He's he like, definitely was just like, cool drawings, <laughs> man. Give me $7.95 for that egg salad. Now get the fuck out of my oh store my God, before yeah, you pro- freak out. It probably cost like like 18,000 Hungarian. They have a weird ass currency. You ever been to a country with that that has the currency in the thousands? You get no. like a $5,000 bill, but it's actually worth like 12 bucks. Blows, yeah. It's so I weird. I haven't had to do that yet, but that is such a weird, yeah, co- yeah, for sure. Um, Magyars. <laughs> I love you, Magyars. <laughs> I was intrigued by the little bit that you just said of like, I feel weird, like stranger in my home there. And kind of wanted to tie it back to at the beginning when you're like, I didn't know myself really till like two years ago. Because I feel like do those do those kind of play in to get like just that pit, you know, as like a 14, 15 year old, whatever, even 20 year old at UMass even. Yeah. Of just like, why do I feel so strange here? But then when I go back to where my family's from, I still don't feel right there. How did you end up putting it together it could and be. learning who you are oh. now that you're more comfortable with? Uh, therapy, definitely. Therapy <laughs> is, is what – because, well, I mean the real like I didn't know myself a lot of that is part of like, you know, weird – like I, weird secrets from my childhood that I like literally never told anybody. And listener, if you're listening right now, if you're holding on to anything that you've never told anybody, like you should go see a therapist – Give them 20 bucks and just tell them all your secrets and then you don't have to be their friend. You can just leave. That's the it's, best part. It's great. It's, it's just a it's, neutral party that you can unload on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Literally, dude, within like th- within like a month of having seen a therapist, I had put together so much about myself of like, oh, the reason I always like felt ashamed and did all this stuff in secret is because I started with secrets and then I just kept adding more secrets Uh. that I could never tell anybody. Um, so listener, if you're listening, don't, don't call me. (laughs) because <laughs> you will but, charge more yeah, yeah, than 20 bucks yeah i'm also not licensed so you might tell me something that happened when you were a kid and i might just go god damn which is not i don't think that's uh, that actually that would be a good class in therapy <laughs> teacher to be like oh how, how to not respond hot diggity damn <laughs> i stumped my therapist the other day oh yeah yeah i, I forget what i said but uh, I'm doing better help right now just because it's more – I feel like it's become more convenient. Oh, it's definitely more convenient if, if, if it works for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were doing – I was – I like the face-to-face. Yes, me too. So I was hoping I could video chat with the person. Unfortunately, I got paired up with somebody that was just phone. Too ugly. <laughs> somebody too <laughs> I cannot look at this. God damn. This dog on the other line, dude. I need a hot therapist. Uh, so I forget. Oh, that I could f- be risky business. Yeah. I don't know. I would not want a hot therapist. <laughs> no, 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 no. My therapist is a fucking mess, dude. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's very, very sweet. She's, she's a sweet old, old lady. And, um, uh, uh, there's no way you're listening to this, but if you are, 
You've been a good doctor to me. All right? so, so thank you. And I'm sorry I said you were ugly. You're fine, I guess. I don't know. This is the, fuck, dude. Yeah, you got you got to find your way. I'll go back to what I was saying. Yes, please. So uh, I forget what I said, but since we do the phone, I had no idea. You know, I was on my laptop, too. I didn't know if Wi-Fi dropped, the call got cut or whatever, but she went silent for about five, six seconds or something. And I said, hey, are you still there? And she went, yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm trying to figure out how to respond to this right now, Danny. And I was like, oh, <laughs> nice, dude. that might not be. Is that that's a, you just completed. You win. You won therapy, dude. That's it. <laughs> Stumping somebody who went to college for how to talk to people. And <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. I, um, so uh, um, I'm a fan. Um, and maybe that's maybe that's got something to do. With, it's it's sort of like a different. It, it, you know what it is? It does remind me of like when I'm over there and everybody's talking real fast and I like, you know, after like an hour of hearing that like super, super fast Hebrew, I like, I start to like fade and I can't really keep mm. up. And I do kind of feel like I felt when I was like, you know, 20 at some party and everybody else just seems to be able to socialize and I'm just like standing in the corner looking at tits being like i want that but i don't know what to do well and that's why you go back to crushing the booze because it's what it, you know makes it loosens it, it up loosens it up and that's you know it's what everyone else is doing yeah yeah but also how much hebrew do you speak here not enough basically just when i call my parents i got a few there's a few friends that i like you know we'll talk hebrew with it's I, I'm out of practice. Exactly. It's a literally another language. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically when I call my parents, you know? Yeah. So the fact, if you go over there and, you know, I don't think you should be too hard on yourself if people nah, are speaking in. Yeah. Yeah. I might try doing stand up over there. No way. Really? In English. Yeah. In we, English? Yeah, we'll I mean, still, that's we'll still see. really yeah. cool. So do you go back semi-frequently then, huh? I mean, with COVID, I didn't go back for a long time. Yeah. There was this whole saga. We hadn't been back in like three years. And we had a wedding March 2020. And I was with my ex at the time. The world was descending into the COVID crisis. Um, I told my ex, like, listen, we should not get on this on this plane. Um, you know, she wanted to get on the plane, though. So we get on the fucking plane, right? <laughs> Class. Oh, my God. I can't even. Classic broads. Am I right? <laughs> Dude, uh, classic <laughs> bad relationship stuff. That's I'm just yeah, like, that, that's really what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, um. And we end up getting stuck in Portugal for three days. I have to turn around. But like when I went last summer, uh, um, because I had a, a, a relative experiencing health problems, uh, it was the first time I'd been there in five years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And when I went there in the fall for the conclusion of the health problems, right? The funeral. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, it was the, it was, oh, dude, dude. I'm so sorry to laugh at that, but no, I was conclusion to. of the health dude. problems <laughs> dude, is dude. such an my, HR way of saying <laughs> death. Yo, my family's got a, my dad's got the a crazy sense of humor. Like when we first were like way, way back, we first had the call about like, Hey, we just got this bad news. <laughs> And we were like trying to figure out when we're gonna fly over there. My brother was trying to like delicately say like, "Do we know like how much time we have?" Yeah. And my dad was like, "Well, we do not have an ETA yet." <laughs> ETA. I, was, I couldn't believe it. And then an ETA. Oh, dude, you want to hear some real fucking? Oh my, this is embarrassing. From I get super secondhand embarrassment with this story because this is in the fall. We're flying for the funeral. It's the first time the five of us have been traveling together 
in like since like we were kids, right? And we're getting off this plane in France, right? It's a we're we're, we're transferring to France. We're getting off this this American flight to France. And you know the flight attendant standing there and saying thanks, thanks, and all you gotta do is just leave the plane. You don't have to do anything, right? But for some fucking oh, no. reason, for some fucking reason, my dad says to this flight attendant, a black woman. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, this is so hard to get through. But he goes, so uh, where? <laughs> oh my god. He goes. He goes, where are you flying next? Nairobi? Oh, he said Nairobi. <laughs> and then she literally went, wow. <laughs> and, and he tried to save it and be like, oh, that was just the first country that came to my head. What, are you going to Beijing? <laughs> and I, literally, I patted him on the back. I was like, come on, buddy. She's going back to Boston. Let's just get on this plane. And then the flight attendant was like, yeah, we're just flying back to Boston. <laughs> like, Oh my oh god, my dude! God. Ni- where are you flying next, Nairobi? He asked this woman if she was flying Nairobi, um, which god. is yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah, no, that, dude. How far? When whenever you hear a story, and someone's like, "Oh, this is the race of the person," <laughs> it lets you know some shit's coming. Hey, you're you're just like. <laughs> Mm, something is coming down this pipeline. <laughs> oh my and god! I, and I feel like a lot of time people now will be like, "Well, why is that important? We don't need to know." It's like clearly in this story we need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clearly we yeah. need to know. <laughs> and I don't think my dad is. Uh, I don't think my dad's racist, but uh, no. He, but that was a bad look. That was a really bad look. But also, you know, I, I'm sure he, he. Maybe he did just truly mean like, "Are you going there next?" <laughs> he did he just i think i i think but what happens with immigrants is they they don't have the same sense they don't have the same like visceral reactions to things that we do as americans uh because they have you know a different they just come from a different yeah uh perspective on right. things how when did he how old was he when he came here uh we came here in 95 so yeah. he was an he adult might, yeah he was like 40 or yeah. 40 something an yeah, adult yeah, yeah, a grown yeah. man <laughs> no nah, at that point you're not relearning you're not relearning any habits i mean even if you're tr- like trying it's gonna take forever it's it's yeah. the same thing as how you only speak hebrew with them and then go back like he's he's learning his own new language both literally his english own, and he's learning new language racism <laughs> <laughs> he's learning the language of saying racist stuff God sometimes. damn. Yeah, I mean, well, that's sometimes dads do that. <laughs> that's unfortunately you know, the way it goes. That's that's part of fatherhood. When me and you were father No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, gonna I'm be. not. Aren't you you want to get snipped too, don't you? Huh? Don't you want to get snipped? No, I think I flipped on it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I lost yeah. one. <laughs> oh, I lost one in the yeah, Are you snipped? I'm not yet, but I'm saving for it. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. You really I'm dumb, dude. I'm I'm, no no I, way. I know, dude. I've I've known since I was ten. Okay. Like, I I remember having thoughts at age ten, being like, "Man, I don't want a kid for all of these reasons," and I still to this day you still feel as strongly feel that yeah. feel that way. And I, look, all, my sister's gonna have kids. I'm gonna be a dope uncle, like. I, Funkle I, Danny. Funkle Danny. Funkle Danny is gonna rip. Funkle yeah, Danny. Yeah, that's dude. Funkle, Uncle is a great role. Funkle Danny is, is gonna rip too hard that mom Meg is gonna be like, can you 
leave? Can you go you away for a down? little bit? Well, that's the <laughs> that's 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 the role of the uncle. Exactly. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm a godfather. Like, you know, I got a ton of little cousins. You're that a godfather. I am. Yeah. Never go against the fam. <laughs> but like as far as my own because the biggest part of all of those children i can leave yeah yeah, 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 of course listen there was a period of time where i felt the same way and and uh you know um but uh i we want to be on the road too man maybe we'll see oh yeah are you what I'm still gonna always do stand up, but oh, like, okay. I don't that's know if what I'm I was be, like. Are you? I don't know if I'm gonna be like getting out the game. Brother? No, no, I'm, I'm gonna be in the game, but like, I don't know if I'm gonna be like flying places every weekend. Like, you know, we'll see what I, we'll see. I don't. My, I, I will be happy even if I don't achieve that. True. You know, um, and that's that's. But the, the truth. I mean, the, the truth of it, and oh my god, this is so fucking. This is so gay. This is so gay. What I'm about to say. You're allowed and to say that. <laughs> Let's make that clear. Also, all right, your real listener quick. doesn't know. Yeah. A listener, I have had sex with men um, in the last 12 months. It's been it's been about 10 months. No, fuck. It's been 11 months. Oh, dude, I'm about to lose my gay card. It expires after one so year. You got to you got to re up it every <laughs> it year. You got to pay your you got to pay your fees after one year of you gotta, no. You got to blow the guy who you give the fees. <laughs> That's the test. Um, no, because what it is is like my uh like, you know, neither me nor my 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 partner, my lovely wife to be, neither of us, on, on our own, like knew for a fact we wanted kids, but we both want to start a family together. Okay, so once you can't, it's like you want to make a kid with this person, yes, because it's Cause your person. What I was saying before that it was like before having kids, what I want is a functional fulfilling partnership yeah and because you know i mean i've been in bad relationships bad, yeah. before so That's step one yeah good yeah yeah and then me and that person can work it out so now that i have that me and that person are like oh we should do this but like when the time is right you know we're yeah. not gonna it's not gonna have we're not gonna be surprised by it we're gonna have already talked to doctors and shit <laughs> you know you know the same doctor who snips you are you going to a urologist i i'm not going anywhere yet it's just like a bank account that exists called the vasectomy fund. Yeah. And so who, I don't know who's going to get that money yet, but someone, I, I hear get Planned it. Parenthood does it for like 800 bucks. See, now here's something. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get a vasectomy for like 800 bucks. For a discount. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I don't, I don't want to go to a guy, you know, <laughs> Dude, I was literally about to ask you to refer me to a urologist. I was like, "Dude, do you have somebody I can talk to?" I got, I got my own fucking host of problems. You know? I would, I would, I don't know about top dollar, but I'll go middle of the road. For yeah, me. yeah, definitely. It's like, dude, it's like you ever, you ever be looking at a, at a wine list on a menu, and you like, you don't want to get the cheapest one, so you get like one or two above that. You know what I mean? Like the cheapest one is nine, you go for like a twelve. Let me put it this way: I want there to be a comma in my vasectomy price. Oh, look at look at fucking Danny Commas over <laughs> I think here. That, just one, just one. <laughs> I think I just want a comma in it. <laughs> Dude, insurance should pay for vasectomies. The government should pay for vasectomies. We're saving them so much money. That would be dank. <laughs> yes, would be, yes. Please, can I have the vasectomy money? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It would be like the opposite of a stimulus fund. It would be a de-stimulus. <laughs> you can so with vasectomy. 
it redirects what like uh l- l- let's do some men's health for the listener does a vasectomy redirect the epididymis i think it uh i believe that you can just burn it i think you get like a like oh 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 like you just like cauterize cauterize okay it. i think that is how it's done now i think they just kind of and and do you know which tube is it the the is is it the, the van the vast the vast def- deference and that's the tube that transports sperm from the epididymis to the seminal vesicle where it mixes down with the seminal fluids from the prostate and becomes cum dr jew <laughs> yeah i'm a big i i like <laughs> men's health i like getting into it like one oh here's one of my big takes hey, oh dude, i please keep going but i think also just i was big on this during november yeah i think i should just throw it out randomly also fucking dudes if you're listening check yourself right now maybe after the podcast don't check your testes while you're listening to my voice or anything just in the next shower no. go down please make sure you don't have testicular cancer during anyway. during the podcast you should be checking your ass and not <laughs> i don't mean a prostate exam i just mean you should be fingering your ass right now and by the way that's not limited to guys everybody listening you can finger your ass now me personally i don't like fingering my own ass um i like foreign objects though my own finger doesn't quite achieve the same uh uh, uh stimulation um but men's health back men's, to that. men's health men's health yeah i don't even think butt stuff has to do with the prostate personally but 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 if oh jesus christ <laughs> i can't I, I can't decide if i want to keep going with gross butt stuff or with whatever the fuck i was going to talk about with um we were talking about oh, Vast oh deference okay men's okay because here's my thing right okay okay there's a very I if I have a son, I think I'm gonna not circumcise my son. Which is like yeah. hugely it's very strange I think in, I think, among Jews. It is it, oh, it, it is that, okay, yes. that, okay. it, like 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 my extended family I think my family's pretty liberal, so like I think some of them will understand, but for a lot of them it'll be very weird. And then as and what I like about men's circumcision is it's it what it's it, it's like a men's issue that doesn't become like men versus women. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like false rape accusations or like MRA bullshit. It's just something that's happening to men that doesn't need to be happening. And yeah. and like as the kid grows older, as like the kid is approaching bar mitzvah age, you can meet with like, you know, a, a doctor and a rabbi and like like learn all this stuff and, d- and decide for himself. Yeah. And he's probably going to decide no. Yeah, because what is that? An extra one or two and the, the stuff that makes this other stuff feel really good? It makes you feel good, I that's, heard. And, um, that's what did I, you say an extra one or two? Yeah, isn't the, the, like the the foreskin is like an extra inch, isn't it? Is it? I thought it, I thought it peeled. I mean, I wouldn't. I'm. If there's anything I don't know about in this world, it is foreskin. I'd it's say, brother. Oh. <laughs> we're, we're both talking about stuff out of our league right now. <laughs> we can make assumptions. But I think I'm pretty sure you get a little bit of extra length. Probably not too. That would be a. I think it peels would, back. I think well, it peels no, it back does, when you're active. But, well, yeah, but I think, you know. It has general, a little bit of girth, you know? Yeah, in it general, you get a little more. More, a little more heat. It's definitely a little more bet. heat on your fastball. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, yo. It's yeah. Uh, so you know, you're 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 playing with stacked chips. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Loaded dice. Yeah. I and I I completely load a cum. Oh my God, I completely agree that that should be 
a as like bar mitzvah age how you were just saying one of the decisions that yes yeah, the child makes instead that of just some, like a, a, i want yeah. his penis to look like mine dis- i don't want to have to explain it yeah 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 i mean it's just you know it's just that a newborn you know newborn can't consent and it's like you know and not that like you know uh, 12 years old are like the best at making decisions but that <laughs> i think and again i'm not a doc that's why i would talk to a doctor as the kid's grown older to be like so if the kid wants to get circumcised should he do that before puberty i think oh that's nice. Yeah. i think i don't yeah, know but I don't you know. know i don't know i really really i'm very glad that i don't know much about <laughs> Young people's genitals. I'm really glad. I'm really glad that's not anything. I have no idea. I was, I was looking at the time and be like, "Is that? I want to keep going. Do you want to? Yeah, we keep going. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll go for a little longer. Yeah, yeah, cool, um, cool, cool. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing to not know about. Yeah, dude. When I first realized it, like, dude, I'm not even attracted to like. 19 year old women when i first realized oh that about God, myself i was like i, I was so relieved i hope i hope that that is something that never changed I, dude i look at like 23 year olds and i'm like i know that's too no, no as no, a 28 no. year old now like i don't want i would so much rather go like if we're just using that are what is it seven plus half oh the old the, the, the old fuck dumb? boy formula what is what is that again <laughs> i don't know i don't half know half plus seven or something i think um I think that's the dumb. half plus seven is, is is your floor yeah is the lowest you can i think that's the fuck boy formula yeah, yeah so if that's sure. the case that would be 21 oh god that's gross yes yes I, that is insane to think Absolutely. about for girls yeah yeah i mean yeah, yeah. i don't fuck guys so <laughs> yeah, yeah. you would college you ra- a smooth college you'd boy rather fuck is, a 21 you but, would but, fuck a 21 year old guy but not a 21 year old girl yes interesting but yes 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 but the thing is though with with the gay shit is like <laughs> you can't when it comes to like first of all and i want to be very 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 clear i am only talking about adults here i am absolutely in no way advocating that it is okay to have any about to to have any sexual contact with anybody under 18 that's wrong <laughs> Okay, but when you talk about like a twenty-year-old college boy hooking up with like like a forty-five-year-old dad, right? You cannot view that through the same lens as a twenty-year-old woman with a forty-five-year-old dad. It's because if you if you if you take the straight standards and try to apply it to gay relationships, you're not gonna understand. You're not gonna understand it. You're not really? doing it as service. Yeah, it's a totally different thing. Huh. Uh, um, and it's like because in the gay world, that's not even like what I like a twenty a college boy with like a dad. That's not even that's not even weird or controversial. That's just like what some people like to do. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a it's it's a whole different. And there's no questions about power dynamic or age or anything. I mean, know? in a lot of those cases, the young boy is gonna be the one with the power. Well, that's young boy, Jesus Christ. The the the, the, the young younger man is yeah. gonna be the one with the power because they're the one that's hot, you know. Oh. 
and and they're the one who's actually kind of more uh more more in in control while the 45 year old dad cheating on his wife is still uh, all like confused sure. okay, and so stuff that, okay you know <laughs> i didn't know about that other stuff in the well land. that's optional that's <laughs> o- that's just that, that's you know you know i mean i'm only coming from, from like my lens you know so like, i only know i only know what i know you know because are you building is, you know? is this speaking from experience well i mean, <laughs> I mean you know, you know. <laughs> I gotta, was that some of the umass days you were running around figuring yourself out no no i wasn't on i only started doing stuff on the dl when i was like 24 25 mm. um which she's not listening at this point <laughs> so like, you know it's not it's not like a secret at this point i don't i never you know, oh go oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's pull the handbrake on whatever <laughs> yeah, you were about yeah, to yeah, say, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't need to get into too much detail. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah. That's, I, um, actually, I'll tell you this after. It's a bit I was thinking of. But, um, um, yeah, so that's, damn. Uh, uh, we got some gay stuff there. That's cool. Anything else you want? I'm, I have a very limited knowledge of, of gay uh, hookup Dude, stuff. I, that that was just intriguing. I mean, just to hear the the power, you know, the power dynamics and, stuff was cool. And by the way, I do want to make clear that like that's yes, informed by my own experiences, also informed by like other people uh, in the in the gay world who yeah. I talk to, and like they helped me out with that because like I felt weird for a bit that I was like twenty eight, twenty nine, hooking up with like college boys, yeah. and like they told me like, oh no, that's like so normal, and you can't. It's not the same thing as as you know picking up a, a girl at a frat party. Yeah. It's just a different scenario. Can we can we do a little bit of how you figure? Because we were talking, Danya was on a little bit ago. Okay, okay. And they were talking just you know that realization, you know, and they were kind of like, I grew up in a hat like my mom is get you know sure was, sure sure was, sure you know. So if, it seems kind of like the flip of you're doing stuff on the DL as a 24 year old like what the fuck oh dude oh, it God, was so what like, am I doing okay, okay. Uh, uh, um, listener you're about to hear some wild shit okay but like <laughs> literally literally like my first few gay experiences was like was like getting head from like a guy in a wig being like, like like a Craigslist hookup too or something just like uh, somebody this, you didn't know this, this was back at the Craigslist days yeah. yeah so like getting head from like a guy in a wig and being like nah this is a girl I'm not gay <laughs> like literally that level of repression yeah of like like dirty texting with them being like okay but like you have to act like a girl the whole time and that's what they get off on so that's yeah, what makes it they, work. They want to be treated like a girl by like a straight guy and they love the repressed shame. They love it because we just like take it out on them. Yeah. And then, tell yourself whatever you want. Yes. Yes. Quote unquote straight boy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And it took forever before I realized like, oh, no, wait a minute. I just got some other some other shit going on. So, so I mean, that sounds fun and hot but it sounds way healthier to be like open and yeah and i still would real, get, real, I, like, I still would get head from dudes and wigs after i was open <laughs> you know like like still uh, <laughs> you know maybe, yeah maybe that's just your thing man maybe oh it was a big part i mean i mean i actually but towards the end i was like the wig itself actually makes it harder to like manipulate the head <laughs> But definitely, like you know, like feminine. Yeah, I would, I would mostly hook up with feminine bottoms. Yeah. That was my thing. Like I, I, the closest thing I had to like a 
like a boyfriend was like this this drag queen that I hooked up with. Like we're still friends. Yeah. Um, that we hooked up for like a year, and they would literally like do costume changes. Pretty rad. Yeah. It was did fun. you ever? Like, did you supply the wigs, or did you hook up with people who only had wigs? No, they have wigs. I've never bought a wig for a girl, or for a sissy bottom, whatever. <laughs> That's the term. Sissy is the is That's the proper grinder. <laughs> I just the way it is. Uh, well, what I also think is fucking hilarious is that you uh, are the fantastic showrunner of Democracy Brewing downtown. Oh, well, uh, thank you. Right near the Red Line uh, tea stop. So go check out that. That's every Saturday. And then uh, if you get there before, two doors down from Democracy Brewing is Wig World. Wig- <laughs> that's true. That's true. So this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm all he's, wigs. He's timed it perfect. I'm all he, wigs. He's done everything. Per- he's got his wigs two doors down. He's got his show right there. Also, listener, um, if you want to check out The Uri Show, that's my right, podcast, which I'm sure Danny will be on at some I point. I would love to. And uh, um, The Uri Show, it's, it's funny, I think. <laughs> we do like improv games and I play a lot of original music. And uh, sound effects, and you know, shock You're a funny shit. guy. So, of and, uh, oh, well, thank you, Danny. So are you. I, this is so much dude, fun. The fucking, I'm, I, I cannot believe that Wig World is two doors down from the show you run. I'm sure that I have at one point had my hand on the back of a wig from Wig World <laughs> back in the day. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. At one point. Um, follow follow the <laughs> podcast. I love you guys. This was thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. <laughs>